Welcome there, you struggling hunters, to another episode with the struggling hunters. You got me, Joe, and, and Eric, and together we are the struggling hunters. <laughs> yeah, we struggle a little bit here and there, but uh, I guess what what is life without struggles, huh? <laughs> yeah, t- ain't that the truth? But uh, yeah, so here we, we're back at it again, another uh, another episode. Um, hopefully you guys liked the last one we got, we got put out. Um, but anyways, we'll get right into it. This one we get, so, uh, we'll get started lately. There's been a video going around of a guy that was on a run in a Provo Canyon here in Utah. I ran into, uh, into two cubs and a mom, a <laughs> lion, mountain lion, <laughs> And uh, I guess that video was about six minutes long. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, shoot, I would have been scared. What? If, <laughs> I, I, would you have handled the situation any different? Would you, you have done anything different? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, armchair quarterback. Honestly, you know, I'm. I watched that video and I was like, oh, man, I'd be picking up a rock or finding a stick or something. You know, something. Uh, but, but in all honesty, I mean, it, it worked out for him. And, uh, so he probably did the right thing, but so the first, like, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you well, off. The first, the first thing that I think of whenever that happens, though, is just a weapon for some kind of defense. Right. And, uh, but he probably did the right thing. Cause chances are the first time, you know, if he would have picked up a rock and tried to throw, I mean, it could have probably fully attacked him, but right. But, yeah. Uh, so it's hard, hard as I was watching it. I don't know. Like, you know, if you want to pick it apart, what could have done better or what could he done different, I guess. So I, I didn't want to like the second or third time I got watching it, you know, there's two cubs in there. And uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. If you very beginning, you have the one cub that's kind of up around the, is it a cub? You call it mountain lion cub or kitten? I- yeah, I I'd call it a. Jeez, I don't even know. I I I was cool with you calling it a cub. So, <laughs> so I guess I'll show my ignorance and call it a cub if it's a, not a cub. Anyways, so you have the one that's up closer to the mom, and you see it kind of disappear around the bend, and then there's one you know a little bit in front of the dude, and the guy kind of you know slows down and starts recording or whatnot, and, and it's still moving forward towards them and then you see the mom come around the bend and then kind of at the same time that one that the cub or kitten that's closest to the guy takes off running towards the guy and at the same time the mom does too so i don't i mean you know like you said arm armchair quarterback here like you know the guy never stopped advancing onto him and then you had the the baby, the one baby that was the closest take off towards it. So I'm sure that put the mom, mom, uh, you know, hackles up and defense mechanisms went and and he went out, went after him. But I just it was surprising like how long the mom uh, backed the guy up. Like it was a six minute video, and he was only with them there for the first one or two seconds with the cub, and the rest of it's the mom backing the dude up and really, you know, going at them. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of waiting for speaking of that. I was kind of waiting for any minute for that mountain lion to turn around, you know, 
have enough yeah. distance between the between the guy and the and and her and her baby. So I thought I thought for sure that she would have gave up a little sooner than that, but she didn't. So, uh, yeah, that was crazy. So I I do feel like unless unless there's just unless he edited it out, but um, he was going on a run and then right he must have saw those kittens uh before pulled out his phone phone and started recording and again armchair expert you know after the fact but i'm like man you didn't think that the mom would be around like what you know i mean right i mean everybody kind of knows that right so so So, yeah yeah i was kind of i was kind of like i would have been a little bit smarter on that situation but right i don't but i i don't know i you know i can't say i've ever been in that situation i I can say i've never been in that situation so i don't know how how i'd be you know i'd i've been in that situation with treeing a bear cub you know putting seeing a bear cub up in the tree up in the tree so i backed up almost foot first foot like foot in my old track as i was backing up but uh <laughs> Well, yeah, dude, that was, you know, good thing he was able to, you know, I, you know, to survive and live to live another day. But great thing is he got video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know. It goes to show you, though, even even in those situations, uh, probably probably some bear spray would have done him good there. True. Yeah. It, yeah, because you, you like you notice, you know, I, you know, it's one of the fears about bear spray is the wind direction, getting yourself uh, peppered, you know, a little bit. But the, it didn't seem like it was very windy, so it probably would have been ideal to spray. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just a line of defense that I mean, right? Personally, I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have uh, some bear spray in my eyes than than uh, claws in my throat true or a mouth in my throat right (laughs) so i mean but like i said i mean i mean that guy you know i mean i i'm i mean i'm not trying to sound hard on him or anything i mean he he didn't know but i feel like i feel like that's why that stuff's happening more and more you know more and more people are going out for jogs in the mountains like that and and uh, and on top of that too is everyone has a a camera a decent camera at hand you know so you know how often do you like not that you know like in a different scenario but you're like oh i want a picture of that i want a video of that and like how easy that is to um to have that opportunity now like yeah you know you see not you know like yeah that's cool i probably would have done the same thing you know pulled out my phone and started videoing because how often do you get to see um baby lions yeah i i'd like to think though like before any danger because because he turned on from what it looks like he turned on the camera and started walking closer to him yeah honestly he should have probably kept his distance and and uh still i mean still could have got video but kept his distance and tried to maybe be a little more elusive himself and not be noticed right but uh but it's hard to say. I mean, maybe they did notice him. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, 
I'm not trying to critique the guy at all. I mean, he did at, at the end of the day, no harm, no foul. But for right. me, I, I, I look at that and I'm like, man, I would have been picking up rocks. Wouldn't have been finding sticks. Like I wouldn't have went down, you know, like, right. Or the other thing, interesting thing too, like, would you have turned around and run? Like, was it smart for him to keep his, you know, to, to watch or, you know, like to keep his, his back away from him, which is probably a smart move too. You know, like, I don't know if I would have turned around and like maybe ran a little bit, if that would have enticed it. I don't know. You know, I yeah. don't know as far as that side of it goes, but yeah, throwing rocks or I don't know. Well, I, to, to add to that though, I think he actually did really good that way not turning around because he even said that toward the end of the video is he, he said, he said, Oh, I turned my head for a second. And you try to charge me, you know? Uh, so I missed that. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He said that, like, I think it was kind of towards the end. And uh, so I think every time, I think that's why that cat would charge forward every once in a while. Cause he'd turn his head to see where he was walking mm. and, and, uh, and that cat would charge at him every time he turned around. But uh well, I think he did actually did a, I think it all worked out for him. I was like, whenever I saw that video, you know, the, or the first time I saw it, I was like, is he going to, is this cat going to walk him all the way to his car? You know, like, right. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. So. Right. But no, for sure. I mean, but, I mean, it worked out for him and that's all that matters, but man, that would have yeah, been scary. It would have been. And you know, I, I mean, I got to say, even though that I'm sitting here talking big and, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it, no pressure on me. So I could, I can do that, but I'm like, man, I'd be picking up a rock or a stick, but in all honesty, he probably did the smarter thing. Cause like I said, at the end of the day, no harm, no foul. If I would have tried to pick up or if that would have been me and I would have tried to pick up a rock or a stick, like that's probably whenever everything would have went to hell in a <laughs> handbasket. So, right it's probably right. good that he, that he just did what he did. Yeah. You know, like you said, end of the day, he went, he went home with everything he had, yep. you know, nothing, no harm. So you got to hand it to him that way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But, you know, the other thing too, is uh, if you look at it, you know, kind of turn a little bit, the guy was out on a jog, a hobby of his going for a, something he enjoyed doing you know i mean you're out in the woods doing something you you more or less like to do enjoying your time and it turns that way but like you know i, would, I mean like if you look at it as, as a hobby thing you know yeah we, we hunt we get out and those you know we may have those opportunities at some point so it's kind of fun not well not fun but interesting in a way to have that experience happen and see that video and go you know, okay, this is a hobby that I have. Am I doing anything to help my situation in that aspect? Yeah, yeah. Well, as far as, yeah, I mean, I, I would say for our hobby, for the most part, and I've, I've went on hikes in the woods without any weapons or anything, but, right. but the one thing though is like for our hobby is at least we do kind of have a, a line of defense usually and at least have a rifle with us, so. So that right. kind of, that kind of helps it, um, helps put my mind at ease anyway. But True. with, with that said though, do you have any, Joe, do you have any hobbies that, uh, that, uh, could potentially, uh, 
kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside aside from from the obvious, uh, you know, I guess you know, trying to find that definition of uh, potentially hurting yourself in a hobby. I mean, one of the things is I enjoy doing. It still involves the outdoors, is mountain biking. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's something that I don't do as much as I used to or as much as I want. But you know, it's I enjoy it. It's it's a lot of fun getting out in the woods and enjoying that side of the woods or that side of the uh, mother nature. Um, you know, still you still hear stories of mountain lion attacks that way too, or you know, even bad wrecks. But but yeah, um, I'll turn it back to you. What about you? <laughs> yeah, well. I, yeah, I like mountain biking too. It, it's, it's weird. I don't really think of that whenever I'm mountain biking, like having an animal chase me or anything. Right. Um, I never think of that, but it, but sometimes whenever I am hiking or whatever, I, I think of it. So I, I don't know. It's weird how I can compartmentalize that. And, and, uh, you know, when I'm on my bike, I don't even think twice about it, but when I'm, out there hiking by myself or something i'm like oh man what if a mountain lion was around the corner or something you know what would i do right um so yeah i definitely i definitely enjoy some mountain biking too and and kind of just like you i'll kind of copy what you said and i don't i i haven't went out this year especially as much as i'd like to as far as mountain biking but uh but yeah i have a i have a couple um hobbies really i mean i'm kind of i'm one of those guys that kind of enjoy all types of different stuff uh one thing that i like to do and is uh i like to golf i'm not good at it but i like to i like to golf and try to try to see how far i can hit the ball usually i've only i've only ever golfed once in my life so (laughs) (laughs) Next time I'm out there at Grand Junction, I might have to go hit around with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. I, I haven't, I haven't really done that this year either. I've been so busy with everything and trying to trying to uh, get this going with the podcast and just kind of everything. I mean, it's not just the podcast, but focusing more on the outdoor stuff. And I haven't really got to a lot of my hobbies, honestly. So I don't know. Maybe maybe one of these years nope. I'll get back into it kind of along the hobbies line so what like i guess there's a struggle or a complication to hobbies um are you so you, you mentioned that you have i, I fall under the same category um as how it has having kind of multiple hobbies like uh you know i like to make knives um i like to go out in the woods um you know mountain biking camping what you know what kind of whatever encircles that i I'm, i kind of fall under in that aspect of it um you know other hobbies i'd like to get into photography you know taking pictures be you know uh anyways and so with and you know working out um spending time in the gym but with that being said it, uh <laughs> do you enjoy having your sp- self-spread out over a bunch of hobbies or would you 
rather pick just one hobby until you become an expert at it and then move on to another one. Well, yeah, that's kind of the problem in it is, I mean, I have all these hobbies and I'm not great at any of them really. (laughs) So are you okay with that? Or is that something you want to change? Uh, Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it right now. I mean, I, uh, I would like to get really good at a few hobbies and uh, I don't know. I, I just, I guess the thing is, is, is um, the one hobby that, that I, I feel like I got pretty decent at, I wasn't, you know, even close to like pro or anything, but um, I, when I had my, I, I liked a dirt bike ride, which I sold my dirt bike a few years ago and haven't replaced it yet. But uh, I got really good at that. I mean, that was that was actually uh, a few years that I didn't hunt. I was more focused on uh, riding dirt bike and racing. Uh, it, you know, the races were nothing. Well, I mean, they were races, but they weren't like supercross races or anything. They were hair scrambles and uh, um, and enduro crosses, but. Um, but I was, I was getting into that quite, uh, pretty hard. I was really enjoying that. And I got really good at that or decent, I should say. I mean, I don't know if I got, I tried, I tried to get as good as I could. I was hope, you know, uh, especially whenever I was a little younger, I kind of had, you know, like this, this like sliver of hope that I could take it somewhere, you know, take that hobby and turn it into something, uh, never, never worked out obviously, but uh but yeah that was one hobby that i really really had a the crazy passion for and and uh and i i don't know um but yeah all the other hobbies i just i i think the reason that i don't really care if i get to where i'm excellent at them is because they all have their place in time you know uh springtime the nice weather start well, i mean i guess golf and mountain biking kind of fall into this category but they all have their place in time in the fact that like, uh, you know, springtime comes and weather's getting nicer and I want to just get outdoors and, uh, I'll do either one, you know, just to enjoy being outside, uh, just enjoy the good weather to, uh, golf and, you know, golfing's kind of like that thing, you know, they, a lot of the reason that I don't go all the time to golf is because I enjoy the fact of just doing it with my friends and it, you know, like I'm not, I'm not that hard up for golf where I want to do it by myself. It's, gotcha. it's funner to do with people, you know, yeah. kind of hang out for a few hours and with your friends. And I mean, you know, cuss at every swing that you <laughs> you know i i mean it's just one of the it i i do picture myself doing it a lot more whenever i get a little older and time time is available for me to really get into golf i do kind of see myself down there every week or whatever but um and then mountain biking the same thing just you know wanting to get out in the nature and work 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 off the old winter gut (laughs) try to try to get some mountain biking in to work off the old winter gut. So, so yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm to kind of get back to your question. I think that I'm, I'm good with, uh, 
with kind of not being great at these hobbies. I think, like I said, everything has its place in time. Whenever I get a little older, you know, I'll probably take golf a little more serious and, and uh, probably want to be, be get better at that over a certain amount of time. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It kind of irritates me because to kind of further into your question, it does irritate me at myself that like, I feel like I'm decent or okay at a lot of different things, but I'm not like, there's not like one thing that I'm just a complete animal at, you know what I mean? So <laughs> where it's like, Oh, watch out. Here comes Eric. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of. I mean, you know, take all the fun out of it. Cause he's so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of wish I was like that at one thing, but I feel like, I feel like I'm one of those people that, you know, I can pick up something and not going to knock anybody's socks off about how good I am, but I can like kind of do everything and have a good time with it. Yeah. I can, I can kind of make, make the best out of it and kind of pick it up fast. So, so I, I don't know. I just kind of enjoy being versatile like that, but it does irritate me that, you know, it'd be nice to just have that, that one thing that I'm really good at too, but it right. is what it is. But uh, what, what about you? Do you wish that you, uh, well, so I'll say it like, you know, I will say, I guess like the, the envious side of me, you know, like I, I, I want like, kind of like you just said, you know, like you that have that one thing that, uh, that everyone's like, Oh, you know, this is Joe's thing. Like, you know, watch out. You're, there's no way you're going to beat him. And I guess, you know, in a way to put that in another aspect of it is, uh, you know, like having, a, uh, you know, a, a sports car you know like not that i'm in it like i shouldn't say i'm not that i'm into sports cars or anything i don't have a sports car i don't work on sports cars but you know like i really enjoy sports cars you know i think they're really cool and uh but you know that'd be something if you got into you'd kind of sink all your time into it and you may not have enough time really to do other things well I don't, you know like for me it'd be hard to have time to do other things too so you know like it'd be nice to have that really nice sports car at the end of the day you know but you know you'd have something to show for but you know really you know it is kind of fun to be able to to spend time doing other things as well yeah yeah i i think just I think kind of being into a lot of different things always kind of piques your interest. It just, I think for, for guys, it gets expensive. I mean, I got into mountain biking and I, I don't even have the most expensive mountain bike, but I got into mountain bike and I'm like, I'm like, these things are how much, you know, right. <laughs> a couple grand for, for an okay one. What? Right. <laughs> you know, get it, get into golf and it's like, you want what for, for a club, you know, like, yeah. Uh, like one, one little golf club and, and, you know, I'm all I want to do is hit that ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're telling me if I spend $300 right now that that ball will go straighter. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I think for guys in their hobbies, it's, uh, it gets expensive. And I think that's kind of what, what's hard to, I don't hard know. It's to like, balance. Yeah. 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 And then golf, every time you go out, you know, I mean, depending on where you go, but pretty much at least a $50 bill, 
Is it? I I don't. I wouldn't. I guess I guess you wouldn't know, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like my my experience with golf is uh, going up to the hogs back and knocking golf balls off the top. And I went once to the Orofino golf. Uh, what do you, what do you, golf golf park, club? Golf club, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Orofino, that one's I've been your golf a handful of times. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, then you're practically a pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was like, man, what's so hard about this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is easy. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, whenever I first started, I'd say the first couple times, you know, just testing it out, it was like, oh, that was all right, you know. Then, but after after a few times, so you get you kind of do get addicted. I mean, it's you're always trying to improve yourself because it's it's a self disciplined game, and I mean. For most people, it is. Most people try, right. not, try to try to fluff their score, I think. But <laughs> but uh, you know, every time you go out, you just try to have a good game. And what what irritates me about golf is I can go to the driving range before I go to the first hole, and I'm like, all right, you know, feeling pretty good about my swings. And then there's something about being on the first hole and like the the self pressure that you put on yourself to get a good hit and a straight, you know, and then it goes off into the weeds and you're like, man, <laughs> I was hitting the ball so good at the driving range. What happened? So it's uh it can get pretty frustrating pretty fast, but I did notice though, that the one little, one little tip here, a little hot tip for everybody. If you walk the course, you, you, you tend to hit a little straighter for some reason. Hmm. <laughs> at least for at, at least for me because i think whenever you have a cart you're not yeah. you're not too worried about chasing it you know <laughs> oh gotcha yeah yeah you <laughs> thought it was a real hot tip huh yeah i was like okay yeah well, i was like get to know the lay of the land understand how the yeah. grass like falls yeah, yeah. You know, like what? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I take, I take it whenever I walk the course. I take off my shoes so I can feel the course a little better, and you know, like you said, become one with the, yeah, with the layout of the land. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I so it. I do feel like that's a little bit true. Like I, at least for me, like I feel like I always hit a little little bit straighter whenever I was walking, but. I was like, I think it's because I'm not trying to smash it to see where it'll go. So I'm a little easier on it because I'm more focused about just getting it down straight than smashing it whenever I'm walking. Gotcha. So I don't lose my ball. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a fun game, though. Keep that in mind when I'm contemplating what to do when I go golfing next. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Yeah, what in another twenty years, give or take, <laughs> one game every twenty years. Yeah. yeah, you'll be you'll be a pro by the next time you play. Could be. That's what I'm shooting for. You know, <laughs> yeah. just everyone a head start. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a good idea, though. Maybe next time when when you have time, we'll go out. 
Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. But anyway, back to like, you know, hobbies and whatnot. And I guess we kind of, I, I kind of touched on a little bit, but uh, kind of want to, I guess, go down, go down a little deeper. But as far as uh, automotive goes, do you have a favorite truck? Oh yeah. We were going down that way. Um, man, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard these days. I feel like everything's so, so good. I feel like too, like if you're going to bring up favorite truck, you almost these days got to break it up almost, you know, you got to get like, say like pre 2000 or at, you know, like, you know, you get, cause like, I feel like there's so many different avenues of trucks that you can even say is your favorite, you know, like for, you know, I, I'll start like in a way of like, I like the seventies models, you know, or I'd really like to have an old fifties model really to be like an everyday's uh, everyday driver, fix it up, you know, update it and everything and have a fifties model for my, my daily commuter. I think that'd be way fun. But then again, you know, looking at these newer trucks, how plush they are anymore. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, with you saying that I'm, I'm a little partial to the old, uh, 66 Chevy pickup. <laughs> you, me- do, good- you remember that old truck that I used to drive? Yeah. 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 I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a seatbelt, you had a string going from one door to the other door. You keep the doors closed and it acted as a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Every, every time, every time, well, the passenger side door worked just fine, but it was the driver's side door that would right, fly open. So yeah, I would just uh, have that bungee cord and every time, every time I turned, uh, let's see, every time I turned right, the door would swing open. Yeah. Come back. <laughs> it's funny that I got used to, it. it didn't even bother me. But I did love that old truck. I always had like, I had like big old plans for it and never really did anything with it. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite trucks, but I've always been so kind of, if you go to brand, I'll break it down this way. I've always been kind of partial to, to Chevy. I've always liked the Chevy pickups, but I mean, I, I, I gotta say the last five or so years, maybe, yeah, about the last five or so years. I mean, I feel like at this point, it's just, it's, it's just an emblem. I mean, they all, they all are, you know, so good nowadays and, and they all kind of do the same thing and they all ride nice. And because I, that, that was one thing that I always stuck with Chevy about is, is I always thought that Chevy had a really nice ride and arguably they might still, but but uh, I'm driving a Ford right now for my work truck, and I like it. I mean, it's a it's a 250, so on the back roads it can get a little bumpy, but it's still. I mean, compared to what they used to ride, like it still rides really nice. So, right. No, I'm like with you. Like you know, if I can say, I guess my absolute favorite. I I like the '70s model Chevys, like. I don't know if I that early or late. I don't I couldn't really say, but I like that. You know, seventies. You know, is what uh, I'll leave it at that. I just like that square body. I think it. I guess it looks kind of kind of cool. Half ton, short bed. You know, looks tough. Yeah. So are we both agreeing that we don't really care for Dodge? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> I, I used, guess. 
As I said, to be fair, I've never really spent much time around a Dodge. You know, like I don't. I had I had one for for a bit. It was a decent truck, but uh, I don't know. They're they're all right trucks, and, and nowadays they they have some. Uh, their their trucks are pretty nice nowadays. I mean, they have all kinds of bells and whistles in them. I'll tell you, you know, to not sleep on it, Toyota. I had a Toyota Tundra limited edition for a while, and uh, that thing, I love that truck. I mean, it wasn't much for hauling or doing anything that a that you need a pickup for. I mean, you, the the bed of it was there was nothing there for the bed really, but uh, I mean, it it would tow. I guess you know you could tow a trailer, but um but the room i had the mega and uh the room in that was just it was amazing and then all the bells and whistles it had it was a 2008 and it had all kinds of bells and whistles in it that i mean a lot of them i had a sunroof i didn't ever huh. use the sunroof but it was a nice talking point <laughs> so gotcha yeah yeah that i really liked the tundra i st- i mean it's still one of my to like take the family around and stuff. It's probably one of my more favorite trucks to do that with vehicles. Gotcha. Yeah. So what about like uh lifts on a truck? Uh, you got to have a lift on a truck. Well, have the big one or just, or, uh, <laughs> I, I'm more, I'm more, uh, I'm more like the three, three to four inches, you know, not too big, but, but uh, you could definitely. I, just, I guess I bring that up because I see a couple of trucks go down the road, you know, and you can tell people, I mean, they're good looking trucks, but like they got this big old lift on them. But I guess you know, I'm more of a practical guy that if I have a truck, I'm using it as a truck somewhere in my life. You know, at some point in my, in my life, I'm going to be using it as a truck, whether it's moving stuff, uh, picking something up you know, throwing something in the back of the bed and just some of those lists on the trucks, like, man, it would suck to use that truck as a truck. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't even, can't even get in the back of the bed. Yeah. (laughs) You you almost need a, um, I don't know, like a, like a cherry picker or something to pick you up and get you in the back of there. Right. I mean, yeah, it looks, it looks cool, but I don't know. An 18 foot ladder. No, I hear. Yeah. I, I think that's just showing her age, though. We're starting to get older, where we're like, "No, thanks." <laughs> True. <laughs> when uh, I'll tell you what's goofy, though. I was in Vegas a few years back, and uh, me and the family were driving driving back home, and and there was this truck. It was all lifted up, and it was an older truck too. Uh, I, it might have been like a no. Nah, I think it was like a '90s or something chevy but but it was lifted looked really nice and and uh it was driving right beside us and i was looking at it and you know whenever i see those trucks i kind of admire them or look at them or whatever right i looked down at the toward the front there and like i mean this thing was probably had a i don't know eight inch lift or something it was a little little bigger than normal and i was looking down at the front there and i'm like man something something looks a little goofy about that and kind of looking a little harder and that's a two-wheel drive pickup. 
two wheel drive pickup lifted 10 inches i'm like what are you gonna ever use it was a total street you know a street yeah. lifted pickup i was just like please man don't be one of those anybody listening to this don't be one of those guys you gotta have a you gotta four-wheel drive if you're gonna do that to your pickup <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta keep it a truck you gotta keep it a truck that's like I, almost neutering it <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> that's a good take there i like that <laughs> don't drive a neuter truck <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> uh, no but you're right though it is um yeah you can't neuter a truck well so i'm curious what you got to say do you what uh well i guess you kind of did say it are you are you into the lifted trucks though you know if if I had, if I could have a fleet of trucks, you know, like had a garage, you know, and have my pick, whatever I wanted, I'd probably have them lifted. Yeah. You know, I, I do think they look, I think they look nice, but you know, the practical side of me, you know, I, I probably won't lift it more than, you know, my, my, my F two fifty. I got 2000. It's lifted stock. It's lifted high enough for me for, you know, for now, I don't really want it to be any higher. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of go along that line, that line, be like, Oh, you know, for hunting and going down the backwoods and stuff like that. And I kind of go take it as like kind of keeping it as a safety. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if you get to start lifting your truck and, and you get going out in the backwoods and, you know, you, and the road gets worse and worse and worse. And all of a sudden, you know, you're getting yourself in a situation because you have a lifted truck and you get yourself stuck. Then it's like, well, is the next guy, you know, am I going to be able to call a buddy up and he's going to be able to get in here to get me out? Or am I going to be able to get myself out of this situation? Because, you know, I was like, Oh, I, I can make that. I can clear that. And, you know, you kind of get yourself, I can, you know, in a, in a worse situation because you got lifted. So I kind of keep it as like, you know, like I don't want to go too bad because I don't want to get myself in a situation that I can't get out of. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I kind of, kind of feel the same way, but I have a Toyota out here that uh, I have future plans for it. I mean, I guess it, we kind of, we kind of have a couple options. We might, we might get rid of it when we are ready to update it, but you know, for trading and stuff like, you know, that whole yeah. game. But if, right. if we do decide to hold on to it, uh, I kind of have some big plans to lift it and not much, you know, just like probably three inches, put some bigger yeah. tires on it. Uh, kind of, kind of trick it out a little bit and, and then, uh, uh, use it for a hunting vehicle. That's kind of my big plan is to be my hunting vehicle. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess that's my take on trucks. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, I don't know what, what I can't really go down another. I mean, I, we can go head down a whole nother hole, but that's nothing worth going down today. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know what the struggler and struggling hunters like in, in their trucks. That's for sure. True. <laughs> but I, I will say though, um, uh, to kind of transition 
and pivot over to another subject. I, I went out to where uh, hunt camp is hunt camps really close. Uh, going to be happening really soon here. And, uh, uh, I went up where hunt camp's going to be, and I'm really excited about it. I, I didn't do a lot of scouting, but I, I went out there and, and, uh, checked out the area a little bit and I'm really excited about where we're going to be hunting this year. And, uh, yeah, so should be fun. Should be a good time. Uh, hunt my hunt season is coming up here real quick. This will probably be dropping after I'm done hunting, but, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get on here and yeah, that, I, I can't wait to successful to see how it goes for you. I hope you're successful too. I think, I feel like you should be, you know, like going off of new information. We've, you know, in a way we kind of crossed, I mean, if we go off of past experiences, we crossed off two other areas in the area, you know, I mean, yeah, if we're not seeing anything or if you're not seeing anything, I wouldn't hesitate going into where we've been the last couple of years, just to peek your head in to see if there's anything there. But you know, we, we've never really seen a lot of sign. So, yep. So, you know, this other area, I think, well, I'm kind of excited for you to see how this works too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous cause I, I I'm not nervous. I, I need to think of a better word to explain that, but I'm, uh, I'm anxious, I guess, because I really want to get something this year. And, uh, it's been a long time and I'm, I have a lot of hope for this area. It's, it's big country, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll drop this hint for the whole situation is, um, the, the glassing opportunity is going to be prime. A lot of, a lot of good opportunity to glass and, and, uh, focus on, on glass in a lot of area to hopefully come across something. So, so with that, I mean, I feel like that kind of ups our chances to, to be more successful, uh, where, where I've been the last few years, I mean, in all honesty, you could probably go in there with an open sided 30, 30 and, and do just as good. Cause the, probably the most, the longest distance is maybe 200 yards, 150 to 200 yards, Yeah, which that's what I'm hoping that I kind of am around anyways if i get a shot just because as much as i would like to uh say that i could shoot something 500 yards away ethically i'm i feel pretty comfortable at 200 so so yeah i'm excited you getting ready to go head up yeah i'm getting ready just i got just put together a few items i'm more or less ready to throw things in and head out yeah, me too. Me too. I, I got a few things I got to do. I'm making a little modification to my, to my pack. So I got to get that done. And, and then, uh, hopefully, hopefully next year I'll get, get the pack that I really want. But, but this year I got to kind of use what work with what I have and, and, uh, make it work, but I think it'll work out pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. So I am too. I'm excited for it with that pack too. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it'll do what you need. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
pack some out exactly exactly so joe i think that's all i got tonight man yeah i I think i've talked myself out as much hot air as i'm full of you know i can keep going but as far as what i want to put i want to get out i'm done (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i kind of feel about the same way so um i guess i'll exit us out of here guys thanks for listening to the struggling hunters we appreciate all you guys's uh support and uh we're still growing and we're still still plugging along and uh with that said you know uh we're the struggling hunters and we're out take care guys have a good one hasta uh, next time